Hello there, welcome to Revelation from the Heart podcast, bringing you timely teaching from the Word of God. I'm your host, Minister Paula Cornett. I would love to stay connected with you online. You can visit my website at www.paulacornett.weebly.com. From there, you can access my social media links as well as join the mailing list and receive updates right to your inbox. Be sure to like my page on Facebook at Paula Cornett Ministries, follow me on Instagram, or subscribe to my YouTube channel, Revelations from the Heart. I am so excited for what the Lord has in store for you today, and I hope that you will be encouraged by today's message. Well, grab your Bible. Let's get into today's episode. Hello, welcome to this edition of Revelations from the Heart podcast. I'm your host, Minister Paula Cornett, and we are on episode number 63. I am so excited for this series that we've been doing the last few weeks. And if you've been following along, then you're caught up. If not, then you got to go back and listen to a few more episodes because we've been talking about healing. I've been dealing with the subject of healing. Now, while this subject I could probably spend more months on this subject, but I had to kind of condense everything down for the uh, for just for you for a few weeks, so you wouldn't be too overloaded. But uh, the central thing that we have established, according to Scripture in Isaiah 53, that it is God's will to heal. Period. That's an absolute statement. It is His will to heal. Now let's say this with me: It is God's will to heal you then I want you to make it personal say it is God's will to heal me. So we dealt with the question, why do Christians get sick? If that's true, well, why do Christians get sick? Why do we see Christians that are um, having diabetes and cancer and heart conditions and all these different things like that? Well, the last few weeks I've talked about and went over some of the things that uh, lead to that. Now, yes, we live in a fallen world. We understand that. And sometimes it's just an attack straight from the enemy okay i get that we get that but then sometimes things happen where we have neglected our own physical bodies and we dealt with a few weeks ago we had personal trainer christy Harmon on and she was talking about uh fitness and the importance of taking care of your temple and if you didn't listen to that episode you want to go back and listen to that episode because it was very good practical godly information that will help you And this week, I have another special guest. Now, we're going to cover all spectrums of this thing. So I have with me a wonderful, fantastic, dynamic, I say all these adjectives because I have the opportunity of not just uh, working with this wonderful lady, but also knowing her personally, that she is a personal vitality coach, and she has a practice in Seattle, Washington. She's been a guest on before. Uh, She did a series with us really kind of towards the beginning. You can go back and listen to that. It was like at the onset of COVID. She gave us some tips on the onset of COVID and introduced herself. And I want to bring her back again. I'm going to let her go. She's going to share her heart with you and um, just the things that God has put on her heart for you to hear today. So it is my pleasure to welcome again personal vitality coach and nutritionist Camille Gallinger. Did I say it right? Oh, it's it's actually Gallinger, but that's oh, okay. okay. I mess it up every time. I spell it. it right, but then I don't <laughs> say it right. So you no know I know who you all. are. I know. Camille I know. G. I'll say Camille G. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> I mess it up every time. 
Well, I'm so excited and delighted to have you on once again to uh, be a blessing to the people of God with uh, not only the knowledge that God has given you, but the godly wisdom that he's given you as well. And I know that it's the anointing and it's the power of the Holy Spirit that makes all the difference in what you do. And so I just want to say this and then I'm, 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 I'm going to give you the floor. I'm going to give you the floor. But I, I wanted to just interject and say that I was trying to think how long I've known you. And I know it's been 20 plus years because I know it's your oldest daughter was about two or three, maybe four, something around in there. So I know she's a grown woman now. And that's so exactly right. 20 plus years. And in that time frame, you have helped me. You've helped uh, my mom reverse type two diabetes. You've helped my dad um, eliminate rheumatoid arthritis. You've helped my nephews who were having like allergies and all that kind of stuff. Even I think my sister, you've helped. I mean, you've helped practically my whole family and there's countless other, and probably I would say hundreds, if not thousands of people um, throughout your life that you have helped to uh, gain their vitality. And so Camille, I just want you, I want to first introduce you to the audience. Let's give you a chance to say hello. And then we're gonna, we're gonna unpack this thing for the people, all righty? Okay, okay. Well, hello again, everyone. And thank you so much for having me on your show again. And um, it's, it's just been a pleasure knowing you. And you're right, my oldest daughter's 31 years old now. And every time I talk about Paula Cornette, how, how long have you known Paula? Well, she knew me when my daughter was three and now she's 31. So that lets you know we're still in touch today. Yes, yes, yes. And it's, it's been a blessing. It really has. It's been a blessing. No, I said for me, you probably helped save my life, you know, <laughs> from things that, that I was dealing with and going through. And um, I just thank God for you. But I, I, I want to just want the people to know and kind of understand more about you and what it is that you do. So I think we first okay. have to begin by asking you, how do you define uh, and why do you stress, you, you say a lot, vitality. That's in fact, yeah. the first time I heard that word was from you. So if you would just explain, you know, how do you define vitality? What does that mean? Okay, thank you so much. Yes, uh, I do emphasize vitality. And I wanted to emphasize that because I wanted to go beyond health. When you and I started working together, I was strictly nutrition, almost nutrition and isolation, everything that included uh, corrective eating with the right types of healthy foods, the supplements, the beverages, and so on, and, and some exercise. I'm not an exercise physiology physiologist, but I'm absolutely for exercise. And for a long time, that's what turned my health around. Because as you know, I was so ill with asthma all the way into adulthood. And I just, I was going to ER all the time. I had so many allergies and that's how I started working with nutrition for myself. And remember, I enjoyed health for a long time, but then as life started to happen and other areas where I did not have wisdom and understanding, I essentially lost a big part of my health again because there were other areas about health that I didn't pay attention to, such as 
mindset and certain relationships and stress response. And I started to feel that familiar fatigue again, exhaustion and fatigue, immune system going down. And as a result of ongoing stress and not knowing how to handle it, not knowing how to put up boundaries, the fatigue, the debilitating fatigue was back. I could start catching colds easily again, not so much asthma, but I just didn't feel well. And I wanted once again to just have that energy back. I mean, I knew what David meant when he said, restore my soul. Mm -hmm. So I started saying, I want more than just health, more than just the absence of disease. I wanted vitality. That word sounds so alive, so exuberant. And I personally defined it as energy plus joy plus momentum. Energy joy and momentum. All three of those are important because you can have health, but maybe you don't have as much energy as you want. And when I'm talking about energy, I'm talking about not just physical energy, but also mental energy, not just mental energy, but spiritual energy. You really feel great on the inside. All my lab work might look good, but if I feel depressed, anxious, or sad, that might not show up on blood lab work necessarily. I mean, if you really look at the physiology, it can, but in general, it can't. So I want that energy, but I also want joy. And that's different from happiness, but joy in what I do, how I operate in my family and so on. That might be at a very low level, there's an underlying current of joy, but it really makes a difference. And then I chose the word momentum, because as you know, Momentum means to go, 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 go forward. And I speak with a lot of people in the coaching side of my practice who say these words, I just feel so stuck. I'm just stuck. And I know what that feels like as well. When you feel so down, either with say the blues, depression or anxiety or confusion, and you just feel paralyzed and down and you want your momentum restored. You want to go again. That's vitality, energy, joy, and momentum added to health. That's why I started using the word vitality. We hope y'all took notes and got that. So energy plus joy plus momentum, that is plus that, it, that defines vitality. And that's truly what God wants us to have. He doesn't want us to be sick and down in the dumps. He wants us to have vitality. Jesus died on the cross and he took took our sickness, he took our pain, he took everything. And there was an awesome price that was paid for our healing, for our health, for our wholeness. So Jesus died, you know, when he says he paid it all, he literally paid it all. And so just like, if you pay something for someone and they don't take advantage of what you paid for them, it's gonna make you feel like, well, you know, and that's the way he wants us to take, take it. Take it, take it. He wants us to walk in vitality because we can be that much more effective for him. Now, I noticed something else that you say. Mm -hmm. You talk about self-care, okay? Mm -hmm. And I, I get that, okay? But you take it just a little bit further and you emphasize courageous self-care. So can you explain what you mean when you say that? When you say courageous self-care, explain to the audience what, what that means. Oh, okay. Yes. Okay. Well, for a long time, we've heard the words self-care and I absolutely believe in self-care 
care. It's not a selfish thing. It's not just a luxury or anything like this, but I was motivated and compelled to use the word courageous because I did find that it took courage to do the things that I needed to do to take care of myself. It also takes courage for other people to do the things that they need to take care of themselves. Let me explain. And I'll explain this with my um, most popular avatar of a customer or, or, or of a client. This will be a person who wants to help everyone else and they even feel a little bit guilty about praying for themselves, getting the type of rest that they need, asking for help, and even saying no. That's the most popular thing. I have to talk to them and help them get into place, into a place to have courage to say no when they need to say no. Mm -hmm. Courage to say, you know, I'm tired and I need to rest or I need a vacation or, you know, I'm going to go ahead and say no to this chocolate or soup, a lot of sugar right now. Not that you can never eat chocolate. I'm not saying that, but let's say they know they eat way, way, way too much. And they're with a group of people and they need to say no. A lot of times they just say, oh, I don't want to be the odd man out. Oh, I don't want anybody to think anything. I'm just going to go and do it. And nobody knows, but they're going back home after all the festivities are over and they're suffering with stomach aches headaches, inflammation, because they didn't have the courage to do what they needed to do for themselves. They didn't have the courage to say, no, I'm going to put some distance between me and this toxic friendship. So in vitality coaching, for instance, we slowly and safely talk about all those things that will build courage within you so that you can be courageous enough to do the things that you need to do to take care of yourself. And by, by now, so many clients will say, hey, Camille, I know you're going to be proud of me. I'm exercising courageous self-care. Mm -hmm. Courage is huge. It is yeah. huge. Yes. I think it's very important that you said that, that it's okay to say no. You know, I had to learn that. I had to learn that because I wanted to, to help everybody, pray for everybody. And a lot of sometimes I didn't have the energy, you know, myself. And people don't really understand that. The more you give, they'll just take, 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 take. Right. And, you know, I came to the point where I had nothing else to give because I was like a, like a, um, I think you gave me this illustration, like, like your cell phone and, you know, you charge it up at night or, you know, charge mm -hmm. it up so that it'll reach a hundred percent. You can use it throughout the day. What was happening to me? I was getting charged up 40% and then going back down to 20. I never could get to a hundred percent. And I, you really had to um, just tell me, look, if you don't get that battery charged up 100%, girl, you're not gonna, <laughs> you know, you're not gonna be able to help nobody. And so it's so, so very, very important that, you know, in self-care that you, you understand the difference between, you know, self-care and then just being lazy, you know? And like you oh, said, absolutely. you know, there, there's definitely, there's definitely a difference, but there's times when you do have to say, no, I can't do that, you know, because we're yeah. only human. There's only so much that we can do. Now, when we talk, sometimes you talk about, you've explained um, the the identities of uh, fixers and rescuers versus influencers and deliverers, right? Right, yes. And how that affects our vitality, and it does affect our vitality. Can you just kind of expound upon that to the listeners? 
Absolutely. And you alluded to it a bit because you said you wanted to fix people a lot, fix situations, been there, done that. Only I was more of the rescuer. I would see mm -hmm. someone in trouble and I was, oh, I'm going to go. I'm going to help this person. I know exactly what they need as far as, you know, nutrition advice, health advice or whatever. Right. I mean, I didn't stop to pray. I didn't stop to just think about the situation. All I knew was, well, if that were me, I would feel this way. So I'm just going to go and help this person. And so I would be this rescuer or as some of my clients are, well, they just want to fix the situation. That is not wise. That is not noble because sometimes I give a little illustration. You could be getting ready to hug a porcupine and you don't even know it. Yeah. Some people, there are some people to whom you are not called. There are some people who unfortunately, because of some situations going on, they're dangerous to you. For instance, the person who's filled with rage or the person who is a bitter person, or the person who is a jealous person, or a person who has a hard heart for some reason, and they just don't want to receive anything from you, especially in the way of health, they might take it the wrong way. Or maybe a person who just doesn't want to receive it from you. And here you go, you're running, 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 going to take care of that person. And you don't realize that that person is a toxic person or unhealthy person right then. And like you were saying, you, you, when you didn't know how to say no, I, there was some, I didn't know how to say no. And as long as I don't say no, they're going to keep using me and using me and pulling right. and pulling. And if you get a person who is a type of a user, for instance, they don't care if you're tired. They don't care if you need to sleep. They could call you at 11 o'clock at night. <laughs> they want to keep you on the phone for an hour, anything like that. This is what happens to those people who are fixers and rescuers, and they're not thinking about the replenishment that their bodies need. It, and that's what makes it so unhealthy. And they feel so badly, but then they feel guilty if they say no, and I'm not going to run over to your home or run over to your office to help you. It is better to be what I call an influencer or a deliverer. By an influencer, what I mean, and this is not a social media thing, but by mm -hmm. influencer, I mean, they see the way you say, take care of your body or that you stick to your principles or that you might say, no, not your perfection because there is no perfection. No one is perfect, but they see that you really are dedicated to doing something a certain way and you are enjoying the results and you happen to influence them. Or maybe they see you as a mentor or a guide, you know, there's no ego here. Let's just look and see how we're doing and maybe I can influence you. And when they're ready to come for help, then you, they might come to you for help. You pray about it, then you go and help. Or you could be a person, I like to call it a deliverer. And this is where I pick this up because, you know, reading all those Old Testament stories, usually God called someone like a Moses or Joshua, Paul, and he would deliver the people from their bondage, from their state of disease, from their lack. And he specifically called them, equipped them, prepared them, and then they did his work and delivered the people. They, it was like God was the general and they were the soldiers and they went and received their instructions and went and did it. Believe it or not, a lot of other health professionals, myself as well, we actually wait first. We pause, we think about the situation, we ask God, what do you want us to do? How do you want us to do it? When do we do it? We use wisdom and then we go in. 
on a smaller level, it's like if so if someone comes to me and they've got some auditory issues, well, that's not my expertise. So I'm going to send you to someone else. I can't be that person for you. But maybe you have some issues with, say, some gut health or something like that. I'm going to first prepare myself, get myself replenished, scope out the situation. Okay, yes, let's do it. Or especially with coaching someone, because in coaching, you're dealing with personalities and mindsets and so on. You've got to see if that person is ready and you are the best person for that. In the, say, business world, they call it being a good fit. See, mm -hmm. even they know. I kind of call it just making sure that I'm supposed to be the one that is going, who is going to be used to help deliver you from this situation or help influence you for the best. But no, I'm not going to do more than I was called to do. For, for longer than I was called to do and in a way that's my own because that just gets me into trouble. I will not be the fi fixer or rescuer because that will sacrifice my life and health. That's good. Does that make sense? That out. Yes, it does. And I, I hope those that are listening uh, get that and understand that, you know, that God has never called us to, to, to fix the situation. You know, there's, and then there's sometimes where you know, you may help someone for a season and then, you know, right. that season comes to an end. And so, like you said, you have to listen to the leading of the Holy Spirit when, you know, when you're supposed to and when it's time to like, that's it. That's, you know, you come, that's all I, I can't do anything else for you or what right. happens. Now, something else that I, I want you to, um, would like you to deal with is that's concerning um, um, accountability, um, mm -hmm. the, just, you know, that concept of, of accountability and the role that that plays in preserving uh, one's vitality now. Uh, in the episode that we did a couple of weeks ago with uh, personal trainer, Christy, she talked about, um, you know, you can go and do exercise yourself, yes, but the difference with having a personal trainer is that you have one that you're accountable to. And somebody, you know, that's as opposed to like, if you're doing it yourself, you may say, oh, I don't feel like doing this. But if you have that personal um that personal trainer, um, then, you know, they're there to help you, to, to lead and guide you. So just explain uh, that really quick um, about okay. accountability. Sure. And what the way that you just described accountability, that is absolutely true. And I do emphasize that. But I go a little bit deeper and, and encouraging people to have an accountability mindset. Okay. So when people come into personal vitality coaching, a lot of times they're angry and upset. So they are blaming other people. You know, you can't have momentum in the vitality portion, momentum without being accountable. So when something is going on with you and you are, ha are having a result you don't like, if your tendency is to blame other people, even if they played a big part in it, start asking yourself questions. What could I have done differently? What can I do? It's not so much as saying, oh, I'm so guilty, but you're saying you're trying to find out what you can do to change the situation, how you can be accountable for what has happened so you can keep moving. Because if you blame other people, you are going to remain stuck. But if you can find a way to be accountable, then you'll take ownership of that and you'll move forward. You will have momentum, have an accountability mindset. Amen. I, I agree with that. I agree with that. Mm -hmm. Now, um, with, with saying that, is that is that one of the reasons why you um, expanded to the vitality coaching? Yes, I did, because I could see that even with some of the best laid plans, food plans, meal plans, nutrition protocol 
uh, nutrition supplement protocols, you could either still lose your health, you could uh, experience setbacks. You, I really needed to look at the whole picture. And two of the main things I needed to look at were how people were thinking and how I was thinking myself and how I was responding to stress and the relationships in my life and the lack of boundaries. So in Think Vitality, I'm always emphasizing shifting your thinking, shifting your thinking from an unhealthy place over to a healthy place. So one mindset might be, I'm the victim. Nothing ever goes right for me. Why am I this way? Victim, victim, victim. Shift your thinking. Okay, I've got this challenge. I'm going to help, have someone help me get through it. I'm going to start thinking like a person who can make this happen. I will get the help. I'm actually a victor. I'm going to think differently. I do it to this day, shift my thinking, especially if I find myself in any type of complaining pattern or not grateful enough that day or something, shift your thinking. And people don't realize how they're thinking, especially in this society where there's just so many distractions all over the world, so many distractions, mm -hmm. shift your thinking. And we teach them how to make that a habit. Mm -hmm. It's healthier for you. And even the scripture talks about that renewing your mind, you know, that, that yes. goes all, all along in that. Now, if you could just leave us with a couple of your favorite Bible verses that the people can meditate on, that they can think about um, to put into action uh, when you talk about increasing vitality. So what are those vitality scriptures? I'm taking some notes myself. Okay. It's two of them. They're very similar. Okay. Proverbs 4, 7. Wisdom is the principal thing. So get wisdom. And in all you're getting, get understanding. And then the other one is, the address is almost the same. It's Proverbs 7, 4. Oh. Say to, yeah, say to wisdom, you are my sister. And to understanding, you are my most intimate friend. And some versions say, say to understanding, you are my nearest kin. Why do I choose those? And what do those have to do with health? Because if you lack understanding, you could remain sick. That's true, and sometimes you just need wisdom. Some things sound good, like, oh, I won't ever say no. I'm just going to help you because I am such a sacrificial person. Well, that's not even wise. Please, please, please. A lot of things, a lot of slogans sound good, but they really aren't. So please know that wisdom is the principal thing. So get wisdom. And all you're getting get understanding, seek to understand it. From there, you can build up everything else that's foundational for me in health and vitality. Now, how can people get in contact with you? Give them they your, can uh, go to my web, okay. yeah, website at thinkvitality.com, which is T-H-I-N-K, such so as think with the brain. Think Vitality. There's a contact page on there. Just fill that in and I'll get that email or one of my assistants will, or they can call the number. Uh, you know, it, it, I'm in the United States, so it would be something like 011, but then it's 253-499-4242, uh, extension two. I've got lots of room and uh, personal vitality coaching right now. The waiting list is quite long for the nutrition, but the vitality coaching in is there. But again, uh, contact page at thinkvitality.com. Camille at thinkvitality.com or 253-499-4242. Use the United States co code. Alrighty. So if you need some vitality coaching or some help with nutrition, you can contact Camille and she will get you right. 
she ain't gonna play with you either. She's she's this is she's serious about this and she's yeah. serious about your well-being. So will you just close us out? We got just a few moments, got about three oh. minutes. Well, but I don't think you're gonna pray this long, but uh, will you just close us out with a quick word of prayer? Yes. Thank you, Father God, in Jesus' name, for all that you have done for us. Thank you for restoring our souls. Thank you for wanting to restore our souls. Thank you, Father God, because you are a God of wisdom and you are willing to give us wisdom liberally and without reproach. Thank you for teaching us to increase our understanding so that we will understand and ourselves, how we respond, and we can be better for other people. Thank you for teaching us how to have healthy relationships so we can show up in a healthy way. And I thank you for this opportunity to be on the Revelations from the Heart uh, podcast again. Thank you for Paula just wanting to spread the word so that people can be healthy in their spirit, in their um, soul, and in their body. And all of this, every good thing comes from you. And I pray, Lord God, that everyone who has heard these words, that they will hear it in the way that they need to hear it. And you will bring them in the timing that is best for them. And or you will put someone around them who truly, truly cares about them and who truly knows how to get them in the right direction. But thank you, Father, because it's all, it's all because of you and the sacrifice of your son, Jesus. We bless you. We love you. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. All right. Be sure to contact Camille at thinkvitality.com, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Camille at thinkvitality.com. And be sure if you do contact her that you let her know you heard her on this podcast. Remember that vitality is energy plus joy plus momentum. Don't forget the words in Romans 10 and 17 that faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Until next time. God Thank you for listening to today's podcast. Be sure to share this episode with someone in your life. Also, share on your social media outlets. And I would love for you to connect with me on Facebook, Instagram, and be sure to subscribe to my new YouTube channel. You can find the links to all my pages by visiting my website at www.paulacornett.weebly.com. God bless you and hope that you will take time to listen again soon.